In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Garnishing your ham with pineapple? Pair it with a delicious Chardonnay to make their taste buds swirl. Deviled eggs are even better when paired with a light, dry wine like a bubbly Prosecco or a Pinot Grigio. For me, nothing beats recommending a great wine. And with such an extensive selection, I can help you find the perfect one in your budget. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, we love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection this spring at Total Wine & More. Cheers! Yeah, what's up, y'all? What's going on, brother? Street Champs Radio, baby. He's a legend.
legendary Queens rapper. Hey, Hanks, I greet your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up, is DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in music and sports. You know what I mean? The most professional, unprofessional podcast. This is Drinks Champ Radio, where every day is New Year's Eve. Let's go! Yang, 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 yang. This your boy NRI. What up, is that crazy hood Cuban DJ EFN? And this is Drink Chance Motherfucking Podcast. Make some noise! Yo, man, we had some crazy guests in the last week. We oh, haven't been man. able to uh, update. Our, our Drink Champs army. I don't Basically. want to call them fans took, because yeah, they're way more army, than fans. They're, they're, they're an army. They're a part of us. So um, what, what, what was the past guest we just had? We, we had, had Kenny Anderson. We had Havoc. Um, we Uncle had Murder and Uncle Murder and Mado. We had uh, Raekwon. Raekwon. And then 50. 50. And then 50, 50 part man. one and two. 50 part one and two, man. We did 1.8 with him total. Yeah, it was because, crazy. Because, uh, you crazy. know, uh, one and... Um, so we just given this... And, and we launched the videos, the full videos, which mm. the fans have been going crazy for. Yes, fans. Yeah, we, finally, we finally did it. Hopefully by the time this comes out, well, oh, no, no, this, this won't be. Um, but uh, we're also going to give you the uh, Throwback Thursdays. Yep. <coughs> I thought you didn't want to call it that. I hate that. I don't, do, I, I don't so know why just I just did, said you that. Just went I, hate, there. I hate calling it Throwback Thursdays, but we're going to rewind. We're going to give you the new episodes on Tuesdays, uh, videos. Tuesdays. And then Thursdays, we're going to give you the older videos. Mm-hmm. Starting with day one. Yeah, starting with day one. We're going to go Fat back. Joe, we're going to go backwards yeah. on these motherfuckers. Yeah. You feel me? But tonight's guest, you know, he, um, uh, Currency was the first guy to come in here and turn smoke it into champs. Smoke Champs. Smoke Champs. But he was hands, he's uh, undisputedly the Smoke King, the Smoke Champ. And o- uh, Over this legend that we had? No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about this legend. I'm talking about this legend. Oh, that we, uh, yeah, this is undisputed. Uh, he was very easy to, to work with as well. Oh, uh, man. Very easy. Crazy. Uh, the way he actually hit hit me, you know what I'm saying, to uh, hook uh, to hook it up anyway, and then um, and he didn't want to leave. Yeah, he didn't. We we actually he so, was very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So we um, I say without further ado, let's just let's get into it, man. Snoop Dogg, man, the the let's Godfather, go. the King of the West Coast, on the drink chest, and legend. he drank with us, and we got fucked up that night. Let's do it. Let's, let's do get it. Into let's go. It, Hazard it sounds. Let's do this. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, Hank Sangria, hope you're savvy. This is your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ E-F-N. And this motherfucking Drink Chance Podcast. Make some noise! And right now, we got the West Coast on. Uh. Motherfucker who took death row. This is a super legend. On his fucking back and rolled it. Then when y'all niggas try to front, he went to New Orleans. Mm. That's right. And no got living. motherfucking po' boy sandwiches and went platinum on you motherfuckers. Uh. And then he went back to the West Coast and showed y'all niggas who's real king of the motherfucking West Coast. And right now we talking about the legendary, the honorable, the dude who steps up for black people mm. and black people's rights and gangsters and gangsters affiliated life. Right now, we're talking about the legendary, the honorable Snoop Dogg. Make some noise! So, Snoop. So, Snoop, so, Snoop, I'm going to start off by saying, you know, I seen this march that you guys recently just did. Um, it was you and Game. And the reason why it was so uh, acceptable and so relatable to me is because both of you and Game. Uh, uh, both a part of the same culture that I'm a part of, and then, uh, but in y'all hood, 
it's 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 a separation that mm-hmm. that 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 divides y'all, but y'all came together. Yes. So I want you to break that down for us because you know. Well, you know, a lot of times we brainwash not to know because you know mm-hmm. it's a blueprint that's you know printed before we've been able to read, walk, or talk. So mm-hmm. it's up to us to break the chains and to put a new, you know, blueprint, a new protocol mm-hmm. in effect. And that's what happened. You know, many years ago, me and Gang forged a relationship mm-hmm. when he was just a young homie. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, always trying to guide him and lead him and direct him and give him information on life. Right. Because I didn't never want to see him go down the wrong path that I went down as a youngster because I didn't have nobody giving me no advice. So I was right. always giving him advice. And, you know, well, one day we just said, you know what? We fed up with all of this, you know, police brutality and all the shit that's going on. We was really fucking fed up to where we really wanted to do something. So when he called me, I was ready for him to tell me, let's go fuck up some shit. But, <laughs> but you know, he hit me with some, you know, dog. So it was his idea? His idea was he called me and he was distraught. I really wasn't even paying attention to the news and shit because right. it was niggas getting killed every Too day. So it was like, it was like okay, whatever. Yeah. Right. But then it would hit him so hard in the heart that when he called me, he was like, dog, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I always come to you. I want to fuck up some shit. I'm like, nigga, I do too. Mm. Then I was like, damn, I can't lead him like that. I never led him down a dark right. alley. I always gave him a light. So I was like, look, call me back when you figure out what you want to do. Put a plan together. Get some protocol and some structure. And whatever you want to do, hit me up. Mm. He hit me about 2, 3 in the morning. was like, nigga, we're going to meet up downtown L.A. at 5 in the morning. And let's just figure it out when we get there. When we got there, I came there. And my gang attire ready to go to war. Yes, you was. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you was. Yes, yes, you was. And once we got there, then he figured out what he wanted to do once we got there. Then he laid the plan down and ran down the speech and said, we want to go to, you know, the police department and reintroduce ourselves and let them introduce themselves to us and build some sort of dialogue. And the mayor's department was a part of that from the beginning? Or? No, okay. no. Let me yeah, tell you how to say, how was that? Let me tell you how the spirit worked. Mm. Game figured out what we was going to do when we got there in the morning. His spirit was, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to go down there. We're not going to mash with him. We're going to talk to him and build a relationship. So as we walking down there, the police escorting us because we built a relationship with them before we even started. Mm. They escorting us to the, you know, headquarters when we get there. We don't even know, but it's a graduation for all of the new recruits that's yeah, about to hit the streets. I heard about I that. that. Which was, that. you guys didn't even know that was going down. It's amazing that these are the new guys that are about to hit the streets, and they right. need to get an understanding with us who are on the streets, not just me physically, but the people who actually live in these communities right. that you're going to be pulling over and talking to. Mm. So build a bond with them. And it was just beautiful that that happened. And then the mayor and the chief of police was there. And when they heard me and game came in peace, they was like, you know what? We want them to come talk to us behind closed doors. And they let us come behind closed doors. And we vented and we conversed and we set up a date and a time to reestablish a relationship. And we followed up and they did some more things two or three days ago. So it's building that dialogue between the community, the leaders, and the police and the mayor. And that's what needs to be happening. You know what I'm saying? Because so in your opinion, in your opinion, right, um, is, is that what you you feel like is, is, is should be happening is the communication? Because when I grew up, right, Snoop, mm-hmm. um, I grew up and the nigga that was patrolling the hood was also the nigga that was fucking Tamara. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but now the nigga that's patrolling the hood come from you know Buck Creek, you know, uh, you he know whatever. He's not from around, yeah. so he automatically he, he nervous. Don't, he don't understand our dialogue. He, yeah, he don't yeah. understand our our communication. Right. Like I grew up with police. Not saying that I work with them, but we had somebody from the hood who always had an understanding mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. to where they wouldn't just come in there and just bogart and just beat dogs to us. If they wanted somebody, the homies would be like, "Look, we ain't gonna help you get him." But we damn sure not going to, you know, do nothing to prevent you from getting it. Mm. And at the same time, it's like now, if you don't have no communication, the police are scared. When they pull up, they automatically just drawing down when it should be. Let's get an understanding. This man's trying to go home, whoever he is. Right. Mm. He may have a family just like you. So let's communicate with him first mm. and find out what he's going through. Because you don't have to always have a, you know, negative approach. Because you never know. This man may be going through the same shit you're going through. Mm. Now, is this something you guys are going to do ongoing or is it just a one time? It was it was a spur of the moment for me, you know, because like mm. I said, I was ready to do something bad, but the spirit told me to do something right, and through that we build a relationship with the police department. So now, there's dialogue going on in L.A., mm. and that's half the battle because before another shooting happens in L.A., we'll have some sort of communication right. with the chief, with the mayor. So it's like, look, even if we do get like some of the homies that was there, now they can say that, look. I got the mayor's number. I got the chief's number. So hold on before you bust before on me. You go through, yeah. yeah, and it's like just that small second is all it, it takes to take somebody's life or to save somebody. And just life. the images alone from that that meeting was was crazy. Yeah, let's big that up right now. Let's make yeah. some noise for the goddamn images. <laughs> And I also want to shout out Best Buy Liquors. They provided the liquor yeah. right now. Snoop Dogg is drinking some rosé. He ain't drinking rosé, and he drinking it out of Drink Champs Cup. You know, Best Buy motherfucking liquors, man. Check you know what I'm saying? Best buy. They got about four That's locations in Miami. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Kendall, two in Kendall. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to pronounce that. Naranja. Naranja. And then Florida, Florida City, City, man. Go check out my people at Best Buy Liquor. Yo, yeah, Snoop, yeah. man. So, listen, man. Mary Jane. Let's talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we, we we did talk about, you know, that's positive. So let's make some noise for Snoop being positive. Right. 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 But, but now let's, now, let's all, break. All gangbangers. All, when all they, gangbangers. they go positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They said the last uh, level of hustling is preaching. You know I what like I'm saying? It. I like so, that. Um, but, but Mary Jane, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a weed connoisseur. I brought all my weed guys to come over here and make sure they treat you like a, um, a guinea pig. Listen, well, listen. I got some shit from California, California that'll blow yo, everything yo, yo, head You never smoked head. nobody. Do you remember when we was in the hotel room? I was doing a what, what documentary. We came up there and this nigga smoked Yo, my, my OG homies was like, yo, you let Snoop smoke the shit out of y'all niggas. Like, yo, we we quit. We was like, yo, we don't want to smoke no more. And Snoop, you remember that? We was in the hotel. I, I, come on, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I'm still the yo, same my nigga, nigga. My nigga, nigga smoked us out, man. My, all my OG niggas, was, they wouldn't talk to me no more Pleasure when I went back to the hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another really, satisfied customer. So we seen the reincarnation um, uh, movie. Yes, and, sir. And you, you also yeah. went out there with your own weed as well. Yeah. Is that something that Snoop has to do is bring your own weed? You know what? Certain parts of the world don't have my flavor and I gotta mm. have it. It's like, you know, you can't eat. Mm. You can't eat what they eat if you ain't used to eating what they eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody who gotta roll with his own chef or gotta mm. roll with his own personal trainer. Mm. That makes you know, sense. That's yeah. like my chef and my personal trainer mm. all in one. The gangster right. gumball. Mm. God damn, let's make some noise for that. God damn it. So, so was Miami Crippy ever any good for anybody? Wait, I don't Miami know. Miami good. Crippy, Crippy. Yeah. No, Miami got good, good. I ain't gonna okay. go front. Like, okay. maybe like four years ago, 
Miami started stepping their game up when a lot of players started migrating out here. And you know, when you migrate out here, it's a certain thing that you're used to, that you're accustomed to. So you right. got to have it your special way. So mm. Miami started getting it, started getting it. And then when you start seeing those big rap- rappers out here and those NBA players, you know what comes with that is good money and good weight. And then right. the bad mm. bitches coming and, you know, there it is there. Let me, your let me, town is hot. Let me pick up Mr. Lee, Star Rock Clothing. You know my people's right there. But, but Snoop, let's break down this Mary Jane thing. Let's break it down. Because I've been, you know, you know. first off, you mom, you like at, at the end of the day, I am the second uncle in hip-hop. Yes, I think, you are. I, I, I might be the third. I think it might be Uncle Luke, Uncle Snoop, and then You're Uncle Luke. Right. You right. give it right. up to Uncle and then Luke. Uncle, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to so, give it to Luke. Yeah, you got to give it to Luke. I told Uncle Murder, you the uncle, you the little uncle. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's Murder, my nigga. Murder, you climbing. That's my nigga. You climbing. Murder, you climbing. But first is Uncle Luke, Uncle Snoop. Yeah. And so now, I, so I always follow your career. Me and you, you know, um, contrary to popular belief, when you know, the LA, LA, and the New York, New York. Me and you has always been rock solid and yeah, you always you always been a great guy, but I've always admired your entrepreneurial um I don't know if that's a word. Entrepreneurial. That's what I was <laughs> going for. Entrepreneurial mogul skills. And I also just impeached you with the mogul with the compound out in yeah. LA. We're gonna be in LA yeah. on August twenty seventh, yeah, big up day. Come see me. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, you on tour. We already we are, that's why we're we here checked. right now. We, we tried to get you in LA. We tried to get <laughs> But this Mary Jane thing. Now, for a dude like me who who, who who is not as smart? I can't Google, mm-hmm. but Mary Jane works for me because I'm bozo. Mm-hmm. I'm a bozo, but Mary Jane it shows you where the dispensary oh, so this is. is. An app. Yes. No, this is no, this is this is bigger than the app. Mm-hmm. Like this is explain that. I want you to explain that to the people. Well, MaryJane.com is an is, is an encyclopedia of cannabis. Mm. It's basically giving you everything you want to know about it. The intro mm. to the endo. Mm. Um, information, blogs, you know, television series, mm. uh, dispensaries, locations, strands, the Wikipedia, what man. it does for you, mm. the style of it, the best shop, the best pop, the best hop. I mean, it's mm. it's information. It's the information hotline. Like I say, it's the encyclopedia because it covers every aspect of cannabis and it's given to you by yours truly, so you know it's the truth. Mm. Mm. Let's make some noise for that, guy. Uh. Damn it. So let's, let's start with MaryJane.com. Yeah, Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, you know, not mm. Mary, but Mary. I'm talking about because we're very yeah. Mary. Because you're very Is Mary. it an app a Christmas as well? Tree. Is it also an it's app? It's an application. It's a website. It's the web, everything. It's all of the above. Because he only does heroin. He doesn't um, smoke weed. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, man. Um, Lean so, on it then. So, just let me just break it down for you. So, now, the, 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 the Mary Jane app, you go on there, and it shows you where you, like, you you, you, you put in a zip code, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that like you put it in like where you at and then it shows you which what 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 what, what. and if it you know I don't want to show if I don't want to say if, if you in an illegal state but it doesn't matter they take care of you wherever you at you don't get they take care of you wherever you at because I see I see I seen big uncle I said damn I said god damn it Jesus Louise Papa Jesus let me, let, me, let, me, let me figure it out how the fuck do I be a part of this and this is something crazy because it's Google for weed that's the it better really way because yeah. you don't smoke so I gotta break it down for you like that yeah. it's Google for weed like you know how you want to google uh yep. who got the best taco it's, 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 it's pretty much the same it's thing like yelp yelp for weed 
or more. And Google. Google. Hey, hey, Google. it's better. Yeah, it's, it go, I would say Google like because Google. It, it, it covers a, a it's broad stretch. It's everything. Yeah, so, so, it is so, more Google. Like so Google. also now you on you on. Um, uh, I gotta meet this guy. That, you know, I never met Wiz Khalifa. This is my oh, guy. We spoke. We spoke. We kicked it. But I've never spoke because he has the one of the worst um, um, internet um, scenes I've ever seen in life. He kicked somebody out with a blunt. Did you ever see that footage? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was in the studio session. I'm looking because I'm a fan of Wiz Khalifa. I'm looking and he stops the whole studio session and listening session. He stops it all and said, yo, you, you got to walk out. So I said, this nigga got to have a cigarette or something. And this nigga had a blunt. I said, oh my God. I said, yo, Wiz, I got to talk to you. Listen, why, so what do you think about the, the, the joints versus the blunts? Well, I'm uh, one of the originators of the, of the joint movement. That's what Currency what said on this show. That's what yeah. Currency said. No, keep your motherfucking blunt in your pocket low, because mm, Doggy Dog is uh, all about the zigzag smoke. So that's what, West that's Coast what Currency said. That's what Currency yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah. make some noise for Snoop Dogg. I know my shit, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. when I was introduced to the blunt, First person to ever introduce me to a blunt was Bushwick Bill. Mm, wow. He was Wait working up. on the Chronic album. My nigga, the midget. Yeah, Let's he, make some noise man, for him. God God damn it. God damn it. That nigga is intelligent as a motherfucker. He's right, a stack that's of knowledge. Nigga. So and he, he rolled up yeah. yeah, so he get us high with the blunt. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Mm. The next time was at the uh, Poetic Justice uh, rap party. Mm. Tupac rolled up a blunt. Mm. From them two niggas smoking blunts with me, then I began saying, man, I like the way that tastes. So then mm. I started trying to roll a blunt. And then from there, it became overwhelming because the zigzag, when I smoked the zigzag, I would get high fast as fuck. But when I would mm. smoke a blunt, it was like, it was like slowly but surely. It was it became my cup of tea. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. from beer to, to hard hard liquor to whatever. Whatever your cup of tea is, when you find what your shit is, you roll with it. And it's so we bought some Bombay. Are we out of line? Because we've we been listening to your old shit. Are you telling us we've been listening to your old juice? Just tell us we old niggas. We just don't have the juice. Snoop, you can tell us. Let me, let me, let me tell us. Let me tell you can say Bombay real quick. Uh-huh. Okay. We was on tour, right? Just mm. when the nigga was a young nigga. Mm. So we only was fucking with Sigrid Jen or Tanger Way. Mm. Nigga, we walked up in the store, nigga, and we seen some blue. Blue gin. Nigga was like, cuz, they got some crib gin, cuz. <laughs> so we, we bought this shit and started drinking it. I think it's like 99 proof or 100 proof. What, how many mm. proof is it? I don't know. It's fucked it's up something. proof. How many proof? Fucked up proof. Say what it is. 47, 47%. Hell no. Nah. Oh no, 94 proof. You got oh, yeah. one. seen that we was like nigga 94 we taking this to the head we didn't mix it with no juice we was straight drinking crib juice so that's not gin and juice no that's Bombay that's that's crib juice nigga we was drinking that straight now now that you say that right you say crib juice right now I'm gonna be honest my first time being to LA I color coded everywhere I walked Mm. meaning if I was on La Cienega, I dressed according to La Cienega. Mm-hmm. If I was on, you know, Roscoe's Pico, and I forget what was the other thing. Pico the, and Fairfax. Okay, yeah. If I was on there, I, I dressed cold. The only time I never dressed cold is when I went to Long Beach. Because you already because knew. it was a full city of Crips. real. And y'all niggas real whatever the fuck y'all want to wear. Let's make some noise for Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look, let me tell you how I met, uh, this how I meet Nas. Mm. I'm on the corner, right? I'm, on, I'm at Gardena with my homeboys from Shotgun. This now, is when, now, when you say Gardena, you talking about Long Beach? No, Gardena's a city outside of Long Beach mm. where they got gangs over there, too. Okay, so. I seen the hotel on there for $113. Exactly. It, so. must, be a, it must be a bad neighborhood. No, it's bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. bad. When I see the hotel for $113, I'm not staying there. No, it's bad. Continue, continue. And it's like early mm. 90s, too. It's mm. like 93, 94. So mm. I'm out there, you know what I'm saying, hanging with my homeboys from uh, Shotgun. Mm. So it's the Shotgun a, crib? Yeah, it's, a, it's okay. a long street that we own. We all stand out there like seven, eight deep. Mm. So a white van pull up, cuz, and a white van, 15-passenger mm. van, mm. and the nigga jump out with an all-red sweatsuit. With one leg of his sweatpants lifted all the way up with some boots on. Mm. And he running across the street where I'm at. And if you don't pay attention, it look like a nigga finna just come do a drive-by. Right. But he really just coming running to up. say what's up. Mm. So my niggas is like finna get their thing. I'm like, hold mm. on, cuz. That's the rapper from New York named Nas, cuz. Uh, wow, shit. now what year was this? What year was this? This no like 94. Oh, let's, this get, let's make some noise. Snoop <laughs> And this is the first time I meet cuz, so he run over right. to me. I shake his in hand. In Long Beach? No, we in Gardena. Oh, Gardena, that's right. another that's right. nigga that's neighborhood. Right. But right. it's like if you riding down the street and you see one of your niggas that you right. seen on TV and you right. like, nigga, right. pull over, let me holler at Snoop Dogg. I know this nigga gonna say what's up. Right. Not knowing you got on all red. Right. In a quick neighborhood. All the wrong right. shit. You know right. what I'm saying? You right. jump out of 15 passenger <laughs> van. Right. Nigga, it looked real suspicious. So yeah. when, I, when I shake his head, I'm like, check this out, cuz. Next yeah. time you ride through, yeah. here go my number. Yeah. You got to call me first, man. You can't jump out. Well, dress neutral, man. Right, right, right. right, I'm not going to lie. man. I'm not going to lie. My first time going to L.A., um, I was taught the codes. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I was taught. So like, because see, you got to realize, we had the L.A., L.A. Y'all had, had the New York, New York first. Mm -hmm. Then we had the L.A., L.A. And we thought it was turmoil. Then these, uh, the two greats died. And then yeah. we all pieced it out. But a lot of people didn't know we pieced it out. So we was, but at the same token, when I was coming to L.A., I was already taught the color codes, or I was already in, I was hanging with Mac 10, so I knew when I go to Inglewood, it's a certain type yeah. of place, that's a certain type of place. When I go to, uh, when I fuck with corrupting them, and I go by A-Tray yep. a and them block, and you know what I mean? Like, I, I know, like. But you know what, though? On top uh, of all of that, what you talking about? Right. Yo, gangster, you mm. and Capone mm. and Mob Deep, mm. I'm gonna get y'all four niggas down. Let's, let's, let's make some noise for us. Yeah. For real. Y'all four niggas gangster was so gangster right. that one thing about the art of war, right. when you duel with somebody, you clash with somebody, it right. earns you respect. That's right. That's you know, right. through the battle, you learn how to respect. That's your right. enemy and your enemy becomes your friend and your that's loved right. one because you know they'll go where you'll go. And, and we right. realize we both on the same and side. That's what it was on all about. On the side of black power, goddamn it, makes noise. On the side of black fucking I'm a power, Chico. my nigga. Listen, no, 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 you black power too, motherfucker. Cubans is blacker than us, goddamn it. There's a lot of black Cubans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cubans is blacker than us. So, so, alright, but before we proceed any longer because we know what you're doing, this is the first day of your tour. Let me tell you Oh, this is actually the first day of it? No, no, yeah. no. Tomorrow's oh, the first day. I mean, this is the first, the first stop? Yeah, first yeah, this oh, the first. Shit. But listen, let's just let's just be clear how 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 much the big homie he 
stopped his shit and he said, yo, I'm going to do it before the first tour. Because, see, let me just tell you something, Snoop. We don't like to interview people when they're on a promo run Mm-mm. because we're bigger than it's that. Fake. Because it's fake. You know what like it is? That. Nigga trying this to get just, some love, trying to be on the air because yeah, yeah. he pushing to promote something. Nigga, we it, just it, doing this on the strength. Right. I'm overdue. I've been watching y'all right. do interviews with all of my homeboys. Mm. I'm like, well, when the fuck am I going to get money? <laughs> Not only that, man, you know, um, you know what? I am not gonna lie to you. We've been sitting here waiting <coughs> in this room for you, and we had a whole Snoop Dogg playlist, and we all sat here and we just mm-hmm. listened to your hits. Yep. And mm-hmm. we didn't this care because you know what? You know, you're I, I hate when people call you a West Coast legend because you're bigger than that. You're just one hundred percent a sup- uh, I don't even know if this is a word. A superiority legend. <laughs> make it up. Make it up. Yo, no listen, yo, listen. and and you know what? Yo, let me tell you something. I said this on the podcast. I, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I said Puff has. I have never seen Puff not once hate. Like I seen him do fucked up shit, but I didn't see them hate. And Snoop, you are the only other person in this universe. That I have never, ever, ever once see have a hating bone in your body. Let's make some noise for that, goddammit. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. 
Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Tell you the first day I seen you, the first day I ever met you, right? All right, this is exactly how it happened. Boom. Um, I said it with, with corrupt is in here, and if you need another blunt, we got one roll for you. That's OG. You ain't fucking with our OG. Man, you like I'm, I'm gonna give you one. You it came from Humboldt Campbell. Um, what is it? Humboldt County. Humboldt County. I'm gonna give you Humble. one. You give me one. Fair exchange. Oh, no all right, problem. let's do it. Let's do it. So look, this is the first time um, I did LA, LA, right? Mm-hmm. They did uh, no, no, they did New York, they New, did York. New York, New York. We did L.A., L.A. Oh, okay, you got one already, bro. Yeah, God go. damn it, this is right. That's why I gotta get ready. Yeah, okay. All right, let me leave this over here so I know. <laughs> and then boom, right? So then we fly to L.A. We fly to L.A. Um, it's the Source Awards weekend, right? Um, so everybody gotta go back home. Now, when they going back home, we, uh, my record label hit me and say, "Yo, you got the number one uh, album." In the world I said yeah This is the only place You're not doing good Is LA <laughs> So I said damn I'm in LA at the time So I'm like damn And um, they went to The top floor Of the Mangiards mm-hmm. the, the Mangiards The Mangiards right, right. the CNN No this is The NRE album This is 1998 This is This is This is This is when the Shit is on fire Okay So He comes and then uh, they rent the, the hotel. They bring us like the champagne, the bitches, the service, the champagne, and all this crazy shit. I'm in LA. I'm looking at the view. I'm like, all right, cool. And then they say you got to stay out here a couple more days. Mm. But everybody had got robbed. I'm talking about Martin Lawrence. They robbed. Listen, when they robbed Martin Lawrence, it's a problem already. It's a problem. <laughs> like this is the funniest and, and nigga in the like world. That nigga, that's the, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. mad about that. When I was, was like, "Cuz y'all got to get that back." How <laughs> <laughs> you gonna rob Martin Lawrence? Like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on, hold on, Martin. Cuz give me, I get that back. Hold on, Cuz, give me a few days. I'm gonna figure this shit out. But that's how fucked up it was. It was in L.A. at that time, and you know what happened was when I stayed them extra days. You know, uh, my, 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 my I want, I'm gonna call him my big homie, my big homie Corrupt. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, my big homie Daz, because they're a couple mm-hmm. of years older than me. I'm 38. They, I don't want to say what age they are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's my family. And they say, they say yo, because I was about to get thrown on. They said, cuz, you good. And I'm like, you know, you know, we, we this is, it wasn't called a Sprinter back then. Back in the days, we had a, it was called a limo bus. Yeah. So we had a limo bus, and Shaq even walked in our shit. And my niggas held me down from DPG, and I will never forget that ever again in my life. But then, let me let me get back to the first day I ever met you. So the first day I ever met you, LALA comes out. I never I never seen none of you guys. We spoke. And, and and then if we go to uh, Power 96 what, what, no, what's Power Big Boy? 106 106, 106 mm-hmm. where Big Boy was at yep. and they tell me yo Norman you gotta go upstairs by yourself so I'm like alright cool I got all my niggas downstairs I'm like alright cool I go upstairs by myself it's Snoop it's Daz it's Corrupt it's fucking uh, Shug it's everybody oh, up there I'm like oh shit I walk in and the niggas like what's up but I, I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. My balls, was, my balls was in my little pinky toe. It was in my little pinky toe, but I acted tough though. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, what up, nigga? Like, yeah, the nigga's like, what up, guys? I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, yo. And 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 that was it was beautiful because my whole point of bringing up this whole story is I never ever heard Snoop hate on a nigga. Never. Ever in your life. Not even Suge Knight when he was trying to kill me. Let's, you you want to talk about that or? I mean, you know, we learn we we learn to live and forgive. You know, um, uh-huh. me and him got a great relationship now, so we good. Uh-huh. We passed that, and and like I say, one thing about my life, you know, um, I know what I'm here for. I know what I'm called to do, and knowing that, knowing that I'm a prophet, knowing that I speak the truth, knowing that I got so much to deliver, uh-huh. the devil gonna show up in many you know faces and facets, and he gonna always come from within. Because he could never get to me from the outside. He can mm. only get in from the inside. Mm. So he's always going to show you that face, and he's going to give you that deception. But at the same time, it's my job to continue being me and to educate and elevate and not to try to persecute when he's down or to kick him when he's down, but to lift him up and to give him the spirit of love that he gave me when I didn't have a position right. to, to be a rapper, to be a voice, to be what I am. So I always took that in mind, and you know, even when I was able to build my team up and be strong enough to where I could do something to him. I didn't want nothing to happen to him, you know what I'm saying? Because what, what I'm not worst, gonna lie. No, but what was the worst time with Shook during the no limit time? No, hell no, nigga, no limit. Them not niggas wasn't playing. No, I'm saying that he wanted to get at you. Oh, he didn't want none. Nothing, that nothing time. with masculinity. No way. Them <laughs> niggas was really no limit soldiers. He mm. wanted he wanted action when I was in the blind when I didn't have no help. Right. When I had no team, right, and when he could stack a team, you know, and I'm telling this story because people need to know certain things about my life, what I went through, and, and what I had to persevere, and how I stayed strong and stayed peace, and didn't revert back to what gave me a right. murder a murder case early in my career was, you know, foolishness as far as I was concerned, and mm-hmm. being able to to be blessed to get past that, I couldn't put myself in that position to do that again. Right, mm-hmm. let's make some noise for that goddamn. <laughs> So Snoop, we talked uh, and we talked about you on tour right now. We talked about that, correct? Uh, did mm-hmm. we? No, oh, no, no. We didn't get in depth in that. So the, the, tell us what's going on this tour right now. Let's get into that. Let's well, me and Wes, Wes is like my baby brother. So right, 
Anytime you go on the road with somebody that loves and you, you didn't see the footage where he kicked the nigga out for smoking a blunt. You did. No, nah, man, because me <laughs> and right. him, we 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 on that page. We used to do zags together. We gotta have a blunt conversation with him at some point. Me and intervention. He used to smoke blunt intervention. Oh, he used to smoke blunt. Oh, I can't wait to nigga, interview me and this nigga now. To, we used yeah, to smoke blunts together, nigga. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to interview <laughs> this nigga now. But when he okay. drew the line, you know, he was like, he ain't fucking with it no more. Mm. Him mm. and two chains and about fifty other niggas. So who you on tour with? Um. Just me, Wiz, Janae Aiko, uh, Ooh, Casey that's Veggies. That's booty grab, like groceries, right? And, yeah. And, Let's uh, make some noise for the bitch that eat groceries. I'm like, let me eat groceries like groceries. So, Snoop, you know, you know, we a foul show. I don't know if you know. We oh, yeah, I know. Show. Shout out to Kevin Gates, too. Kevin Gates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he Kevin got two Gates. phones. Casey Veggies, too, right? Yeah, Casey okay. Veggies and um, so, Kevin Gates, he got two phones. So, Snoop, it's a foul question. <laughs> it's a foul question, Snoop. But um, we have to ask everybody this, especially the legend. Go ahead. Do you eat ass, Snoop? Never have, never will. <laughs> oh, goddamn, Snoop's with me. Make some noise. Make some noise. You didn't mean with you. Listen. I could have sworn you say you did. No, I said I'm, I'm willing to try. Listen, <laughs> eating booties like groceries has been fantastic. Like, I've been, I've been thinking about it. I don't know, I don't know. My wife was here, remember, when 50 was here. Like, listen, so you never ate the booty like groceries? Nah, man. Nah. Nah, nah like, well, I'm, 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 I'm very pleasurable. In the bedroom mm. to my wife, you mm. know what I'm saying, to where I need to be. Mm. But as far as like being like over, you know, extraordinarily freaky, mm. I'm, I'm, I have limits, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Do's and don'ts, you know mm. what I'm saying? Because the holy rod do his job, so I don't have to do all of that. Mm. I don't know what he just said, but it was buttery. Let's make some noise. That was that pink pants. So listen, Snoop. Listen, my man. You see oh, my man. My he, he, God. Listen, he, no, 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 no. I'm not going to the story. Oh, I saw so much of okay. it. Okay. No, no, no. Do you want me to? No, no, no. Oh, I think I think we have to. Just because you brought it up. But first off, Snoop. Oh, listen, you see my man bed. You see his bed. Do you die? <laughs> My hair? Do I dye my hair? Yeah. Nah, my shit silver as a motherfucker up top. Mm. Hold on, let me show you. Oh, okay. Look, he, you gonna make him feel mad comfortable. Let's make some noise for EFN. Having somebody else in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my shit silver as a motherfucker. Okay, man. Snoop. I'm sorry, because he brought it up. It's only because nah, he brought it up. I didn't bring nah, it up. Nah, my hairstylist be wanting me to wear it just for men and some shit. I'm like, I don't fuck with yeah, this I shit. I ain't gonna be painting my shit no different colors. Okay, Snoop. This is this, <laughs> this is a story we, we ran on this podcast way too much, but it's fucked this up. This is the last time we tell the story. This is the last time we tell the story. All right. This is my friend. Yo, right? this is the last time we tell the story. All right. Yo, you very serious right now. Calm down. <laughs> Snoop, this is the last time we tell the story. All right, listen. And then I'm going to smoke your blunt you gave me. Listen, mm-hmm. Snoop. Okay. This is my friend. This is my, this is one of my, this is one of my closest friends, right? He doesn't think he's petty. I'm petty as a motherfucker, Snoop, right? You've been getting money since 92. Mm-hmm. I've been getting money since 97. You're way richer than me. God damn it. Make some noise for you being richer than me. But this is my friend, right? He doesn't think he's petty. Okay. His girl. Ex. Ex girl. <laughs> went to the Cisco video, right? Okay. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. How you know what song it was? How you know what song it was? All right, all right. Yo, yo, all right. Snoop, Snoop. Baby. All right, Snoop. Snoop. Yeah, I, I, listen, I want you to ask, because look, 50 already agreed with me, right? But I want to see if you agree with me. He doesn't think he's petty. I said that he's petty, all right? His girl 
went to the thong. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the thong she song video. She didn't go to it. She was. A part she was of going it. to the thong song she was video. One of the video. And chicks. she asked him. She said. She told him, "I'm going to the thong." You, and he you make up a story that you want. No, to I'm sorry, Snoop. I'm playing with the facts. Okay. <laughs> Drug facts. So Drug facts. <laughs> he found out his girl was going to the um, oh, Cisco video, out. and he cut her off. Was he petty or was he right? That's petty, dog. This makes no He told the wrong story, though. He told okay. the wrong story. Now you want me to tell you the other videos he went to? Which one? <laughs> Everybody fuck with me. Come on, come on, come over here. She also went to the Big Pimpin'. Oh! Okay, one more video, Sue. Uchiwab. Okay, and now... During all this process, he texted me the other day, and he said, she also went to, come on. <laughs> Your video, Nori. <laughs> but he cut her off earlier at Cisco. <laughs> he did make the right decisions. He did, because she, she, as you can see, her track record proved that she was moving mm-hmm. her way up to a Snoop Dogg video. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hold on. And if she would have made it to a Snoop Dogg video, they would have got dick down. Let's just keep it real. Yeah, because behind door number one, there's yeah. one dick. And behind door number two, exactly. there's two dicks. Right, right. Exactly. I already knew it was going down. I was out of there. Uh-huh. Let's make some noise for EFN not caring about it. See, one thing about a player, right, which was told to me a long time ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not about how hard or how tough your heart is because your heart mm-hmm. can be broken. Mm-hmm. When you're a player, you got to have a stomach for this shit because mm-hmm. so. you'll be able to endure anything if you got a tough stomach. So make sure mm-hmm. you tighten up on your stomach and give a fuck about your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's just break that down because one of the last <laughs> times I've seen you was in Bishop Don Juan crib. Oh, yeah. I, I, let me rem- you want me to remind you of the nigga, time? What, was it, was it, uh... The Man Show? Yeah, We nigga. was doing The Man yeah, Show. Yeah, with Jimmy and Kimmel I, and them. Yes, oh, yes, and I can't... This, this before Jimmy Kimmel was Jimmy Kimmel. He was a little nigga back then. Yeah, he was a little Adam nigga. Adam Carolla was the big yeah. nigga. Yeah. Wow. He was the, he, he was the nigga wow. in the passenger seat. He was right. the passenger seat nigga right. back then. He was still dating homegirl Silverman? No, he didn't even know the bitch then. He, he didn't know her dad. He was nothing, man. Wow. And um, what happened was I had went to see Snoop. It was some crazy shit in New York, and then we went, and, and I went to LA, and LA, he said, "You come to Bishop Crib." And Bishop had already gave me a famous player card. Mm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, from the, the story of your girl, I can tell you never got a famous player card. <laughs> My friend, I love you, man. Come on, let me let me. But, but it's a famous player card. It's a gold card. With a serial number that's yeah, identified it's a serial to number. you and you yeah, only. Yeah, yeah, to you and you only. And I had that. And um, let's make some noise for me having to play a <laughs> And the last time I see you, we was in Bishop Dawn on crib. So you invited me. And I, I'm not going to lie. That's the only time because, see, I'm, I'm a, um, a rosé guy. I'm a, a dim, And that's the only time. Bishop Don Juan, he has so much champagne. Moet. Moet. Oh my God. The king of Moet. He was buying him uh, $30 a case. A case. Get like, yeah, that's when we had the little homie that was getting that and, hooked and, up. And I'm going to be honest. That's the only time I thought in my mind I smoked you out because you quit at one point. You yeah. don't remember? I do. You chilled. Okay, let's make some noise. I did win. He beat me in New York and let me him in LA. 
second time yeah, 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 yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie. I, Snoop was looking at me like, cuz, you, 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 you don't have to buy no more. And I bought every weed. Every nigga that had weed in there, and it was doing a show called The Man Show. It was yeah, The Man Show. That's what it was. The Man Show. Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, I was there, my mother. Hey, yo, Nori, buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. Hey. It's always been hard to find the best deals for the game or show you want to go to, and none of these older ticket sites want to change them, but SeatGeek is different. Mm, they've came a long way and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier for the fans to buy and sell tickets. It's the first place I go to when I want to see my amazing polygraph friends. You feel that? It goes straight to SeatGeek, and they be doing it up like, well, how are they supposed to do it up and all did it that? Didn't you? use it for the Snoop concert? I use it for the Snoop concert. I use it for the Amber Rose talk show. And I use it for um, Jenny Jones. And, <laughs> and you know what I mean? When they was popping back then. Hey, yo, SeatGeek does mm-hmm. all the price comparison for you. Searching mm. multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. Mm. SeatGeek does all the work and you save time and money. You immediately see the underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals to fit your budget. And, you know, to our listeners, they're giving away a $20 rebate. And, you know, it, uh, what is it? Uh, we, got a, we got a promo code, yeah, right? Yeah, Drink Champs Army, if mm. you download the SeatGeek app, mm. go to the settings tab, click add a promo, mm. enter promo code Drink Champs. That's D-R-I-N-K-C-H-A-M-P-S. In case you're buzzed right now, mm. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. And you can take that $20 and get more of a buzz. Let's make some noise for that. Make some noise. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. 
Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N. Let's just take it back. Your first album. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. We loved N.W.A. so much. In the East Coast. Now, I'm going to speak from a New York perspective. That's and the right. EFN, I would love for you to speak from a Miami perspective. But we loved NWA so much. And then when the fuck the police had came out and this shit was happening. And then remember, the first cop ever killed was in Queens with Fat Cat and Pappy Mason. Mm. The parole officer, the mm-hmm. first cop that ever got killed was in Queens. Contrary to popular belief, whatever be, and then fuck the police came out, and 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 I'm gonna just speak for me, for me when that first time I heard first fuck the police, first time I heard straight out of Compton, I was scared of Compton, mm. because I thought Compton was a jail, because remember the f- last time I heard something was Rikers Island, right, and it symbolized Rikers Island from, uh. Coogee rap. So when I heard straight out of Compton, I thought these niggas was talking about jail. Mm. Right? <clears throat> this is real shit. This is my own personal life. I'm not speaking for the East Coast. I'm speaking for me. And then <clears throat> we got to realize what NWA was. And NWA, and we realized gangbanging. We realized this, this was something totally different. And then it, it disappeared for quite some time. And then all of a sudden, it's this record called Deep Cover. Mm. Mm. Classic. How how did, I don't know, just take it from there for me. This is the blunt you roll for me because I'm, I'm smoking. Yes, sir. Well, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Deep Cover was, mm-hmm. it was a situation where we was in the studio. But you remember the time period I'm talking about, where, where oh, I'm talking yeah. about where N.W.A., and then you just burst out of nowhere, and I wanted you to take it from there. I apologize. I don't want to cut you off. They be well, killing me for this. It wasn't like nowhere. It was like mm-hmm. I was on the sideline watching NWA, getting ready, getting my shit together. Now, before I let you go, now, in the movie, 
it was like you just walked in the crib and Deep Cover was playing. Was that like, did, did that happen in real life? You just walked in the crib and Deep Cover beat studio, was playing in the studio, in the, studio um, uh, in the movie. That's how it was predicted. Uh, well, some of, some of the movie was, you know, of course, made to be a movie. But, but we want to know the real life. Actuality, you know, it was a scenario where we were staying with Dre at his house, the same little house that <clears throat> you seen in the WA where, you know, where the G-Thing scene was, mm-hmm. where he didn't have no furniture, it was just a studio. And um, one morning, he was on his way to go work out. And before he left, he was like, he put this beat up, and he was like, I need you to write something to us. Sure, gonna call you and tell you what it's about. So when he leaves, Suge called me about an hour later, and he like, doggy dog, um, I got these people on the phone from Sony, it's, it's a movie called Deep Cover. It's about an undercover police officer. I need you to freestyle for about, you know, 25, 30 seconds, and then I want you to, you know, cut it off. Cut it off like you're cutting it down, and I'm going to just tell you I'm going to call you back. I'm like, all right, cool. So he called me back. I put the beat on. He like, I got him on the phone. Let him hear. So I start busting a little bit, busting a little bit, busting a little bit, and I turn it down. Like, he like, all right, we're going to call y'all back. Boom, he called me back. He like, nigga, write the song. It's about an undercover police officer. It's called Deep Cover. Cool. So I write the whole song. Drake come back. He listened to it. He like, I don't really like it. Um, I'm like, nigga, well, fuck it. So he ended up saying this shit. He, this nigga don't like it. He hates the record. So he lay it down. We do our shit. He put his little twist on it. A couple of weeks later, nigga tell me, uh, yeah, we're going to um, do a photo shoot. Come pick up a couple hundred dollars. So they give me like two, three hundred dollars. I go to the swap meet by White Sox hot White Sox hat. Now was this swap meet on Slauson and Crenshaw? No, I went to Compton swap meet. Okay. I didn't, I didn't okay. fuck with that one. I'm from Long okay. Beach. Compton was closer. Okay. I, 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 so I went to the, to the Compton swap meet and bought the outfit that I had on, thinking it was gonna be a photo shoot. Then when I get there, niggas is like, it's a video. Yeah, niggas like, okay. And the first scene is I'm like, scene. and the last time you spoke to him, he said he hated it. He he hate the record to this day. Oh, oh my God! Stop, stop! Don't give us that. We, we, we only performed that record probably ten times my whole life. Wow! Wow! I got to see it one time. Get the fuck out of here! I've never beefed that. He don't like that record. Like that's not one of his. And he don't understand that that record, like you said, that's the birth of yes. the of the rebirth. Because me as a child in New York. That was our shit. Like, we kind of, in my era, we kind of related to N.W.A. more than what African Bambada and mm-hmm. X-Clan was doing at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of identified with L.A., L.A., I'm excuse me, with um, L.A. music of the N.W.A.'s more. Me. I'm just saying me. I can't claim the East Coast right now. I got to claim me. Mm-hmm. And then that, 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 that tension was, uh, that attention was voided. But then out the blue comes this deep cover record. Because that was big on the East Coast, deep cover. It's huge. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I know it's bigger in New York than it was in L.A. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't really that big in L.A. Yeah, Listen, I think I'm does, telling you, to this day, there's 17,000 remakes of deep cover <laughs> in New York right now. I believe you. Like, I'm telling that record was... But see, that's the first record that I was ever on. So you got to understand, when it started getting big... You know, people was telling me, man, that record, and that's when Yo MTV raps, motherfucking mm-hmm. Fab Five Freddy, mm-hmm. and then they had Drake, uh, Ed, Ed Lover, and Dr. Dre. Yep. And Make nigga, when we made the motherfucking countdown, nigga, mm-hmm. that's when I knew it was popping. Because mm-hmm. if you get on the countdown, the countdown was different. On Break down shit, the cap, bro. man, knock it off. If you get on the countdown over there on the east, uh, 
Because it wasn't nothing but Dodge Effect videos, uh, EPMD. Uh, it was, nigga, it was, nigga, it was all heat, nigga, legends. It wasn't no... New booties wasn't popping back so, then. So, so when the deep cover, when the deep cover record actually hit, did you know you was about to be a star, or that wasn't the moment yet? When, nah. when was the moment that you knew, like nigga, I made the? Because in the movie, in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just knock this out because I'm gonna be honest. When I looked at it in the movie, and I looked when you walked in, and Shug Knight jumped up and was like, "Yo, get tell us you get out of here," and you was like, "Nah, I like the beat." Cause I said that's fake. That's not Snoop because I know you. That wasn't fake the way we the way we met though. So he told you to leave the studio immediately. Nah, when we when we the first time we made contact was tension. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, you know, I'm, cuz, he blood, so. Right, sure, yeah. So you walked in the studio. Let's I walked break this down. Me okay. and Warren G, Warren G brought me, that was Warren G in the Two scene. Two, one, three? Okay. That yeah. was Warren G, okay. Yeah, so Warren G brings me into the studio, mm. and he right here, he don't know who I am, and I'm talking the way I'm talking. Right. And he say something about the way I'm talking, and I'm like, well, nigga, who is you? And right. he like, well, hold on. And it's like, Dre, like, wait a minute. He like, nigga, he here to do music. And then they put the music on. And then when the music come on, the niggas start busting. You know, one plus one equals two. I'm the company. This the artist. Let me go ahead and get a relationship. I like this nigga because he got hard. I like this nigga because this nigga hard. Right. So it was like, it, like I said, still sharp and still. Nigga, it wasn't no busters, wasn't no punks, wasn't no, no weenies, no bowing down, or none of that Yo, shit. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. That shit just made my day just now. Make some noise. <laughs> when I seen it, I said, damn. But you know what? You're talking about the beginning of your career. Yeah. Nigga didn't have nothing to lose. Wow. I'm trying wow. to get in where I fit in, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I wasn't trying to be extra out, but at the same time, I'm trying to get in where I fit in. I'm here to do some rapping. Nigga, don't try to check me, nigga. When I'm here to, I'm asked to be here. Right. A nigga want me to be here. So the first record y'all ever worked on was The Chronic. The first song we ever worked on was G-Thang. Mm, ain't nothing before G thing, baby. He gave me the beat. Love, love, it's a beat wow, to go. Crazy. It's a beat to go. Doom, doom, doom. Boom, boom. Doom, doom, doom. Classic sound. This nigga Snoop. That beat. And I took it to my house. On, I was. I didn't even have a house. I was staying with my, <laughs> my cousin on right. 10th and Lime. Me, Daz, and about seven of her kids. Right. So I wrote that motherfucker on 10th and Lime. Took it back to the studio. He liked it. Ended up going to jail for three months. Had to wait. Then when I got out, recorded it. Recorded that song. Then the deep cover situation happened. Okay, hold on. You went to jail for three months. That yeah. means you was petty. We need, to, <laughs> we need to know what, what, what petty shit you did to go to jail for All three right, months. Look. All right, look. I was on probation, right? Okay. Joint suspension probation. Wait, wait. You that. was already on probation. I was already on joint okay, suspension probation. Okay, what petty shit you did to get on probation? I was, I was selling cocaine. Now. Okay, all right. That I wasn't was, petty. I was right, a recovering. Now, let's fast forward back. I was okay. a recovering drug dealer. Uh, okay. <laughs> God damn it, it makes some noise. <laughs> let's pick up, hold on, hold on, let's pick up the Best Buy liquors, man. You man, know what I'm saying? Please. For holding Shut this down. Please. Please. You know I'm getting lit. You niggas got me drinking and all. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. 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 
Yo, Snoop, man, it's, it's no way we can repay you. I also want to big up my boy, Pharmacist, man. You know what I mean? He got the plug at the, uh, the Tetra Hydro Club. But go ahead, Snoop, please finish that story, please. That what was we great. talking about? I'm so fucked up. Yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> I just got... Oh, no, no, why he was petty for going to jail for three Okay, yeah, yeah. Three months. Yeah. Ex, uh, uh, recovering ex-drug dealer. Yeah. Right. So, now this time... I'm, I'm, on pro- I'm, I'm on probation, right? So I'm working with Ooh. Dr. Dre. My probation officer know what's happening, but he don't know what's happening because okay, so nothing out. came out. So time out. You was working with Dr. Dre on parole. Let's make some noise for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't petty. And this is when that, this is that when was Dr- real. No, this Man. is when Dre was leaving Ruthless Records, All right. trying to figure out what oh. he was gonna do. Okay. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. that stage right there. So now I'm fucking with Dre and doing my thing with him, writing behind the scenes, trying to create whatever we're gonna create. We ain't even called Death Row Records. We call Future Shock Records right now. Mm. So and now this I got after aftermath. No, this oh, before. No, way before. This, after, before. Man. this yeah. after Ruthless. After Ruthless. This Records, when he leaves yeah. Ruthless. Ooh. Before y'all hear about the the conflict with him and EZ, this is when they trying to figure out how he gonna right. leave. He ain't even left yet. Right. He trying to figure out how the fuck he gonna leave. Right. So now I'm on probation. So now I got a toothache. So mm. I ain't got no money to go to the dentist. So my auntie, she the pill lady. So she gave me codeine and some other shit. Hold on, tell me the pill lady? Yeah. She got everything. Everything. All right, good to know. Birth control, DD pills, everything. She got birth control and, and two pills. That's what was up. Leukemia, everything. <laughs> Man, she cured your leukemia. You hear me? She got everything, man. <laughs> Believe it. So she gave me this, she gave me a couple things. I take them, right? I'm good. I'm like, woo, woo. So I go pee in the bottle, not knowing that. I'm finna test dirty because these are prescribed drugs that have not been prescribed to me. Wow. So when I give my test back, the probation officer like, you know, Mr. Broadus, you got a dirty test. I know you ain't doing no cocaine because it ain't cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm, I'm a drug offender mm-hmm. has to register as a mm-hmm. drug offender now. You can't mm-hmm. be around and none of that shit. So mm-hmm. he says... It says that you have codeine. What happened? I said, man, I had a toothache. He like, well, I'm going to take you to, to the judge and see what the judge say. The judge was like, you violated three months. Wow. And off, off I go in the middle of getting my career started and hoping that Dre don't be like, fuck it, this nigga going to jail. I ain't fucking with this nigga, but he held on. So he wasn't petty at all. I apologize for making noise for that. <laughs> I man, you retracted a petty cover? We tried it, my petty. You know I love being petty. So now let's take it to that first album. Okay. Okay. So the Chronic album happens. Mm-hmm. How much does the Chronic sell? Shit, about five, six billion. That's so like that. you're already on tour. No, that's the that's the thing. We didn't go. We did a seven day tour for the Chronic. Run DMC, uh, Ghetto Boys, and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. That sounds crazy. And that motherfucker lasted seven days because on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me (laughs) all the bloods and the crips that we had with us. Niggas, (laughs) niggas, no, no, we was we was cool. We was on the road together, but the niggas that every city we ran into. It was a problem because it was like you can't take all these rough, tough bloods and crips together. We can't fight each other, but nigga, we finna fuck y'all up. <laughs> and it, it was like afterwards we'd be in the, the hotels and shit, nigga. The hoes would come, a couple of niggas come, and it just be just go all bad. And by the seventh day, nigga, we was in my room chilling. I had a couple of females in there, 
And then Suge knocked on my door. Boom, 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 boom. Put the TV on Channel 4. I put it on Channel 4, and nigga, the news was outside, nigga, with the police and everything. Yeah, we're about to come in here and, and get these niggas out of here right now. Uh, we got them surrounded. And that nigga Suge, that's, what I, that's, why, that's why I love his gangster head, because that nigga found a way to get me, him, and Dr. Dre out of that motherfucker. We ran through a back window, ran across the freeway, Nigga got us a motherfucking rental car, drove to the next state, got a private plane, and flew the fuck up out of there. Yeah, G shit. That nigga Shug Knight was a cold gangster. Yo, Ron. Can I get a five, Ron? God damn it, Ron. Can I shot you out? Come on. Come on, Ron. Listen, we got me and people listening. I'm lying. We only got like four. People listen. <laughs> Shot, come on. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ted Chung, everybody. Uh, what, what's the what's you. the pop? But Ron, shout your people out, man. Just shout yourself out, man. Yo, come shout on. out to me, Ron Alvarez. <laughs> Ron Alvarez. <laughs> Yo, listen. Let me tell you something. You know why I had to do that mid interview because people don't get close to the dog, man. You know the all uh, we are so honored at the drink champs because the, he and, and let me just tell you something. He hit me and was like, "Nigga, he like, nigga, you ain't you ain't inviting me yet, cause." And I, was, I was like, "Yo, you know, you know, it's it's Snoop Dogg. Like sometimes he don't he don't he forget that he's Snoop Dogg. So when he hit me with that message, I was like, "Holy! I think I I think I screenshotted this shit to send it to you. Let's make some noise for Snoop. Let's make some noise for Snoop. Goddamn it!" So you did you did the chronic um, mm-hmm. tour, which was seven days. You said. Yep. Then we, we it stopped. It was over with. Seven days later. So it was how over. did how was this approach? Because the chronic sold how much? I forget. Like maybe six million. I was about to say seven. So six. Mm-hmm. So six million. So now, and how old are you at this time? Nineteen ninety two. I am twenty years old. Now, how the fuck do they tell you get in the studio? Because you fuck at this point, you fucking everything. I don't give a fuck. I was twenty years old with a platinum reckless and make some noise for you fucking everything. <laughs> so how the hell? How do they get you in the studio to make this classic first? That is album? crazy. Because twenty years old, I don't give a fuck. And when you black, twenty is thirty, right? right. When you black, right? Yeah. And you from the hood. But when you black and got money, still twenty is fifteen. Yeah, but remember, I didn't have money. This is this is being twenty with no money. But you're coming off the Chronic album. You had still didn't have no money. That was Dr. What? Dre's album. Wow. That wasn't my record. Remember, I was work for hire. I was the, I was the pen. You know, the pen behind the scene, which mm. enabled me. This is where I think the blessing fell like it fell. When we was mm. creating Death Row Records, we didn't have no roster on who was coming out, what was going next, and what was in order. Mm. It was it was pecking order. We put ourselves in position, meaning that once Dre album was being worked on, whoever was the dopest, the hardest, the uh, one that yeah. people wanted to see and hear next was going to position himself to get a solo deal. And that's what I was pushing for. I wasn't ever doing nothing but that. That's why I wrote the best material for him. I gave him the best shit. I didn't go in there half-hearted. I went in there wholehearted and gave him the best of me. So when it was time for me to do my record, he gave me the best of him. Mm-hmm. And then next, after that, was the dog pound because Corrupt and Daz was pushing the hardest mm. on my record. So it was like everybody was pushing and we was pushing each other to where the blueprint was laying out as we went. It was never written in stone, Dre, Snoop, Murder Was The Case, Dog Pound. It was like, you know what, Dre album. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to figure everything else once we get past this. that was this. the first. Yeah, and once, what happened was I was so... So, 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 um, because I'm, 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 I'm totally sorry to cut you off, but y'all was all on that album, but yeah. you was the chosen one. I wasn't the chosen one. I was that. the one that I was the oh, one that worked the worked hardest. For it. Yeah. Oh. Like, did nobody choose me? So y'all me? all came when you say Warren G. Brung you out to the studio because Warren G. was Drake's Warren G. Half was brother. the plug. He was the plug. Mm. Warren G was the plug with connecting us. He was the plug with some of them samples on the Chronic album. He was the plug with the skits. And, like, he was the plug. Like, you Ooh. know what I'm saying? Like, he was really mm. active. That's why he was able to put a solo record out without Incredible. Dr. Dre, without Def Pro, to save Def Jam Records. Right. Let's not get platinum. that part fucked up. Anywhere platinum. To save Def Jam Records and get Russell yep. them a whole new check again and put them back in the game because... The rap game wasn't favorable for Def Jam at that time. Def Row swallowed sure. everything up, uh-huh. and Warren G was like a plug into the Def Row system mm. without dealing with Suge Knight. Right. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And that's real business right there, and Russell mm. can identify with that. And it's, it's proven that that was a move that put Def Jam back in play to give niggas deals again and for niggas to eat again because they were back... <laughs> That's considered being hot because they had Warren G, a three, four million record seller on his own Huge without records. without them niggas, basically Great. without us, but with us because mm-hmm. we was just behind the scenes. We just wasn't visible. So now, Long Beach, right? This first album. Mm-hmm. This first album, I heard that you said after the Chronic. I, no, first I heard that you said in the Chronic, y'all all stayed in the same house and yeah, and then um. <clears throat> Now, going to this first album. First album, I uh, got an apartment in Hollywood, uh-huh. one bedroom. We call it the Dog Pound, $500 a month for rent. I'm barely paying Wait, rent. Wait, in Hollywood? In Hollywood. Yeah, Where's this place out? Need, I need, need this shit right now. Like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's on the center of Whitley and Franklin, right on the corner. Is, is, is it still available? It's still we need, available. We need an office we, we right, need that now. right now. We'll right now, right now, right now. Right now. And then we're going to tell them, listen, nigga, we're going to be the next Snoop Dogg. It's still available. But we're at Twin At. We're at Twin At. And Mr. Lee, we're going to say that it's y'all too, y'all new artists. Because me and this nigga, we look too old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm talking about shit. But okay, hey, just you listen because that first album because I just wanna now I'm gonna represent for the whole New York. Mm-hmm. All these other moments I did, and then I would like you to represent for Miami. For sure. But when you dropped that first album, everybody related to you, and you was I don't think you had uh, initially tried to identify with every ghetto in America, but you identified with your ghetto. And what happened was it identified with everybody across the globe. Mm. So I want I want you to take us to that first album. First album was heavy, man, because um, right. me and Dr. Dre was together every day. Like, we would really ride together. Mm-hmm. We would be in the vehicle. He had a Benz back then. Mm-hmm. Um, he would pick me up. We would roll together. We would stay the night together. Mm-hmm. We was doing all kind of fly shit. Like, it would be two girls, right? i give you one scenario. Mm-hmm. Just because we personal like that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Nobody's do it. listening to it. And, and they didn't put this in the movie, so I was like, all right, I'll put it in my movie. This is, our, this okay, is your okay, movie okay, right okay, now. Okay. I'll put it in my movie. <laughs> okay. So, we, for example, we had two girls, right? And 
these two bitches stayed together. Mm. So, but they stayed far though. Mm. So I didn't have no car, so we go see them together, right? And all while we riding to go see them, I got a cassette on playing the dramatics, Marvin Gaye, funk, all kind of old shit. So when mm. we get there, he go in his side of the room, I go on my side. We meet back up like six in the morning, six in the morning in the living room. Boom, jump back in the car and ride back to the studio and make a record. That's how Doggy Style was created for like four or five of the records. Some of them records was created based off of a night that we had, you know, later on that day. My nigga Dr. Dre came through with a gang of Tanger Ray. You know, some of that shit was really happening. Exactly what happened. Yeah. And it was like, it was translated into the music. And then some of the records that we made on Doggy Style was just uh, the song Jigs and Hustlers. He said, go in there and mic check. I mic check, and what I mic check is what you hear on the album. It's a whole one take freestyle. No going back, no doubles, just whatever the fuck came out, came out. When I was done with it, I was like, all right, let me write it. He was like, nigga, you ain't writing shit. That motherfucker's dope. Wow. I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah. Played it back for me, let me hear it. I was like, fuck it. Came out just like that. Same with the shiznit. So these are two records that I didn't even write. I just went in there and just uh, mic check, mic check, one, two. And to this day, you don't write? Hopping like a rabbit. Oh, I do write, but some of the songs that I have done... Have just came spontaneous, and that's just how the fuck they go. It's just it is what it is. Like one I, of the craziest records on on mixtapes because I'm uh, that's my my claim to fame mixtape DJ. Doggy style remix. Mm. Mm. I love that record. When I was a mixtape, I was like I, I needed to hunt the record down. I got it, put it on my mixtape. I was the craziest in Miami with my shit. The Doggy Style remix. remix. Yeah, that motherfucker never came out. Love that shit. Because I don't remember it neither. <laughs> Love that Come shit. Come on, break it down. Yeah, nah, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it, it's a remix, and it's just, mm. it's totally different from the original. It is. That mm. shit hard as fuck. The record is crazy. You know, he the only nigga that will remember that, Snoop. Because listen, you know, he brought KRS One. KRS One. Here we go. This fucking guy. He brought KRS One a bracelet from Jesus. In 1431. BC? Was it BC or AD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, he remembers everything, Snoop. So that first album, okay, you go in the studio, because now Death Row was the shit, right? Yeah, we popping now. We we lightweight popping. The the chronic got us lightweight popping, because one thing's for sure and two things for certain, the East Coast wasn't really, like, fucking with West Coast entirely until... Mm -hmm. My record came out. Like no, they that, was. You're entirely true. Let's make some noise for him. Got that? Right? Oh! No, because you know why? We understood NWA, but then there was people in between y'all. Mm-hmm. Like you know. But, but that let's was, not forget the East Coast might be misrepresented because there's the East Coast as New York, and then down south Miami, we East Coast too. Yeah, yeah. But, we, but but one thing about the West Coast, the East Coast to us has always been New York. New York That's right. the mecca. Right. Like right. we no, always sure. look for them right. for approval. Right. If they don't give you the stamp of approval, if you can't get on High 97 right. and Flex don't which drop was the, a bomb, which was the problem if for a Angie while. Martinez don't right. give you an yeah. interview. You, if yeah. Ed Love and Dr. Dre or Fab Five Freddy don't say what's happening to you, right. if, nigga, if certain shit that got to happen, 
Right. You understand 100%. me? Or you ain't official like a referee with a whistle. And, that's and we the, felt like that from the South, too. The South. Right. Oh, y'all did. No, but nigga. y'all was considered the East, and y'all ain't even know it. No, we couldn't get it. New York was the middle. No, but the West Coast is considered yeah, the East. Yeah. Snoop just said it. Leave him alone. No, nah, he, he, he didn't say that. He did not say that. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. No, he did not. Let me get away with it. Let me get away with it. So, okay. This album comes out. You work on your first album. Yeah. The Sauce Awards happened. Mm. I'm going to be honest. I was in jail when the Sauce Awards came out. But I have to big you up because one day I was in uh, Harrisburg, <coughs> Pennsylvania. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I go to the stage. The promoter say, we don't got the rest of your money. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to leave. I leave. The promoter gets on the show and says, Nori don't fuck with y'all. He said, y'all don't have enough money for him to perform. And he throws down the mic. So I go. I was going outside anyway. All the crowd come and they brush my car. So I get out the car and I'm like, y'all niggas got love for Nori? <laughs> <laughs> And and everybody was like, oh, nobody can do it, but I got that from you. But that moment, that moment (laughs) in in East Coast history, because we loved you. And we. That's why y'all didn't kill nobody. Yeah, 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 no. Let's keep it 100. Since we're going to keep it 100. Mm -hmm. Everybody always asks me about that scenario, that situation. But Uh the truth of the matter is that a lot of lives could have been taken if that strategic play wasn't played. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was Mm -hmm. a gangster, speaking of gangsters, getting the respect Mm -hmm. and the mutual respect of, you know, let us get up out of here safely because we understand the dynamics of what's going on and what's taking place. But let's not, you know, have some casualties of some unnecessary motherfuckers that don't need to be. And that's what it was. In the art of war, anytime, you know, countries go to war, they always have a conversation. It's always two leaders or two motherfuckers that's going to chop it up before they actually push the button and do their thing. Right. Right. And they but never just drop the bomb Snoop, like he was shooting. Let's keep it real. You knew East Coast had love for you. I did. You knew it. I, but I, but I your knew confidence I, in which you said it, you was like, yeah, I ain't got it. I was in jail like that nigga know what he talking about. Nah, nah, listen, this is real shit. Nah, nah, I'm listening because at the end of the day, he was he was West Coast mob deep. He could have rolled out with the Bloods. He could have rolled out with Snoop. But you gotta realize in which the man did it. He came out by himself. He did have a um a yakadamine. Yeah, but (laughs) did have a yakadamine because I didn't know what the next move was. Because you know what, listen. It's just like what I did. I knew some of the most records I ever sold is in this area. Mm-hmm. There's no way. There's no. I mean, there's no way. Like I. I mean, honestly, like you had to say to yourself, there's no way. Like everybody here bought my record. Yeah. You had to sell eight hundred thousand at least just in New York. Man, they love me, man. And they loved you. That's and a fact. I, and I felt that. Like, the right. first time I felt the New York love, I did a show called The Rosie Perez Show. Mm. And that motherfucker, it was EPMD, mm. and it was uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Mm. Cause, wow. And I swear to God, I was so infatuated with the fact that I was actually performing with them niggas. And I was, I even put some boots on, nigga. I don't even wear no fucking boots. I was like, nigga, I'm dressed like these niggas, nigga. Come out here and fuck it up. And when I finished doing my shit, them niggas came in my trailer, nigga. 
and we smoked and we chopped it up. And that's when I really said, you know what? New York, fuck with us. Nah. Because these niggas came in the trailer nah, and they man, talking we, to us. We loved you. And that's why I was glad. Like, at that moment, like I said, I was in jail. But at that moment, I was so glad of uh, your stance because <clears throat> you wasn't speaking for a West Coast nigga, you were speaking for an artist. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, if you love me, you love me. You don't, it, it, that's like, that's like, yo, if I fucking perform in a KKK rally, mm-hmm. nigga, if you fucking my music, fucking my music, just let me leave about it. This <laughs> Look, you fucking my shit, I'm gonna perform and let me get the fuck, the fuck up out of here. Yeah, let me walk. You know what I'm saying? But, um, Snoop, man, you know, your, your history is so historic. Your history... It's so uh, uh, impeccable, in my opinion. It's like, you know, uh, continuously, you have made yourself relevant. You just dropped a new album. Yeah, Kool-Aid. Let's, let's get into that new album. Now it's Kool-Aid, and it's purposely spelled with a C. Yeah, Kyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that, anything here? Let's break that down. Let's break that down. What's going on with this new album? Well, this new album is just me finding my way back home again, you know, um, getting back on my gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I um, went to Jamaica, and I found a beautiful spirit within myself that I needed to find. I did reggae throne, you did Jamaican. Yes, Let's sir. do it. Now, give me a high five. With the left. With the left. Don't do the yeah, with the left, with the left, with the left, with the left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it was, a, it was. You know what? As a kid, I grew up loving reggae music, and this, I wanted this to your know. Blood. This I, your blood. I wanted to know why I loved it, right? So when I went to Jamaica, uh-huh. I was taken to the Nyabingi Temple, and I was given the instructions and information on what I was and who I was, uh-huh. and I tuned in and tapped into what I was. Right. Some history that America never gave me. But you did bring your own weed. Oh, I had to do that. Cause you you, you heard that you heard that Jamaica had dirt. Let's keep it real. I did too. They weed wasn't dirt. It just was from the ground. It was organic and it had no chemicals. I on was going to tell you. I was going to say you like know the what? weed nowadays is so spring. Um, Tivoli Gardens. I went there to get. I don't know. But then I had to stop myself. What a myself. president, nigga. What because a president. Because you went. Do this. Listen. I went to do this neighborhood. I went to his neighborhood. Yo, listen, nigga. Yo, no. Listen, do this. Listen, I was about to say. I'm watching Snoop shit, and I'm like, damn. I did that. I did everything this nigga did. But I said, yo, this nigga ain't go to Tivoli Gardens. The next scene, this nigga went to Tivoli Gardens. I'm in there, nigga. They took me to the gutter, nigga. Yeah. And, like, and you had your own weed. The nigga said, you, you hit that shit, and then you Usually said, at nighttime, man, yeah. you need to go home, man. <laughs> right, right. I said, fuck that. I'm yeah. showing up at nighttime, yeah, nigga. Yeah, that's right. I pull that's up right. at the night, nigga. Damn nah, sure it was did. some uncomfortable parts that it looked like. Man, it was, come on, yeah. man. It was because, right. see, you got to understand, when you right. real and you expose yourself, right. when you put yourself in the people's face with no right. security, you got to deal with them. And a lot of times, motherfuckers don't be mad. They just be frustrated, and they be venting. So if I see They want to take it out on you. nigga. Right. One of the niggas, he loved me so much. Right. He loved Tupac so much. Right. And he just didn't know how to express himself. Right. And he was trying to get me to come to his barbershop, but he didn't understand I'm not here to see you. Right. I'm here to see Dudas and them, cuz. So right. I'll do respect. Right. I'm going to check you before they do, because if they right. check you, you ain't going to live. Right. So I checked right. him for right. them, because uh-huh. the way they was going to check him, Mm-hmm. It was going to be an unpleasant checking. Right, right, right. That's you understand fact. what I'm saying? It's like if you got guests at your house right. and somebody show out right. when you got guests, how you going to do him? Exactly. exactly. You going to walk him in the back of the tool shed yeah. and give him some real good, you understand me? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I, you, you just, you, brought, you both brought up Tupac and, 
um, Tupac. I don't even want to ask you the first time you met Tupac. I want to ask you Tupac on death row. <clears throat> hey, yo, Has, stop that right there. We can't give them no more. Woo! We gotta, sure? They got to wait for another week, man. Woo! You sure about that? I'm 100% sad. sir. Let's do this it. No more. Throw, throw some water on this computer. All right, all right. Listen, man, stay tuned for next week. We got Snoop D-O-double-G. Part two. And in in between the week, we're going to hit y'all with some random episodes. Bonus joints. With some real legends. Drink champ so shit. stay motherfucking We tuned. getting drunk. Huh. Get drunk or bitch. Let's go. Find all your favorite movies and shows faster with Xfinity. Just speak into the X1 voice remote to search across live TV, on demand, even Netflix and Prime Video. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll enjoy Xfinity X1, which gives you access to your favorite streaming apps like Netflix, YouTube, and now Prime Video. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit the store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.